Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. For this week's episode, we are going to be reading from an article and it's titled, what is it Megan has on her phone? It's 57 Major Relationship Red Flags to Watch Out For. So this episode is semi-inspired by Remy and Alicia, who do the Pretty Basic podcast. I listened to one of their episodes where they looked at an article. It wasn't this one, but it was more so like about dating app red flags, I believe, or yeah. like, you know, things to look out for, like deal breakers. It might have been about deal breakers, actually, I think. And then they I think were it talking was dating about app deal breakers. Okay. So then they were talking about, they went through the article kind of talked about some of the stuff that it had listed, and then they were, like, saying if they agreed or maybe some certain situations where it's, like, okay, maybe I wouldn't have it be a deal-breaker. And so um, I just kind of found this article because I was searching something similar, and I think it's interesting to always talk about, like, these red flags and, like, yeah. do they always apply? When would it not? Or, like, you may, might see if, like, do you fall any, in any of these red flag categories? So... Before we do that, we are going to talk about our weekly spotlights. So, Sierra, do you want to share yours first? Sure, I'd love to. So, my weekly spotlight is just the fact that I had a nice four-day kind of break in Des Moines. So, last week, I had an interview at DMU for grad school, and I went back on Thursday because I don't have class. Uh, So, I was there for Thursday, there for Friday for the interview, and then just stayed through the weekend, and I just had a good time. My weekly spotlight... Minus the Michigan game. (laughs) <laughs> Let's not talk about it. We won't. Someone commented that their weekly spotlight on our was Instagram that was Wisconsin. Yeah, five and At first, I don't know why, but when I read that, I like thought that it said Michigan, and then I was like, "Oof, that." Even though they're the they're not undefeated though. Like, I don't know why I thought that, but I was like, "Oh, that hurt." But we have to play Wisconsin later. So if you are listening and you left that comment, I guess uh, we will see you then. I think that's like four weeks away, maybe. That sounds about right. Hopefully our offense picks um, up My weekly then. spotlight is that the... It's more so like looking forward to something, even though I usually try to like reflect on something that happened in the past. I just couldn't think of anything. So my weekly spotlight is the Penn State game that is coming up this weekend. I'll admit, last weekend's game was so, so rough. Our defense did great. Our offense has honestly never looked worse. <laughs> honestly. Um, so I'm surprised we still won by such a... We what? Didn't, we didn't win. I don't know why I just said that. I'm surprised we lost by such a close <laughs> margin. So I'm surprised we won. Um, not quite. It wasn't good, but, like, I'm not the one playing. All I can do is, like, hope that we do better next week. Um, I still feel fairly hopeful for some reason, even though Penn State is better than Michigan. And I think it's a culmination of so many things. One, this is a night game. And, like, if you're not in Iowa, then you're probably like, okay, like, night games in Kinnick doesn't matter. But, like, it does. night games in Kinnick are... You better watch out for them. I say, that we're gonna, like, <laughs> I say that and we're going to lose by so much this weekend. But typically, especially if we're playing a pretty good team, then they'll have it be a, like, if they can get it scheduled for a night game, then they will because then, like, it just becomes, like, that much more momentous, I guess. I don't and know. we have alternate uniforms. The last time we had alternate uniforms was the Ohio State-Iowa game in 2017 where we absolutely demolished Ohio State and got to rush the field. So I think a lot of people are kind of keeping that 
in the back of their minds, at least I am for sure, kind of wanting a repeat of the Ohio State game, so hopefully that will happen. I definitely want to win, but technically we're still ranked 17th right now, and Penn State is ranked 10th, so we're definitely going in as the underdog, but like, I feel like people would make fun of us if we rushed the field for both being ranked teams. I don't think we will, Megan. <laughs> I don't think that we would rush the field, but also like the student section just kind of does what the student section wants. And if they want to rush the field, then, like, they're going to rush the field. But I feel like a lot of people, especially, like, that get into football would be, like, we can't rush the field. Like, that'll make us look like we didn't deserve to win. I feel and like only if it was close, it. that would be, like, the best yeah. bet. But I, I Okay, I agree, I agree with that because if I it was, still like, don't know if it would be last minute we won, then, like, maybe people would be, like, hyped enough to rush the field. But we probably won't be rushing the field. But I stuff, like, if we win, like, that'd be really great. And alternate uniforms, like, I'm also just... Feeling the good vibes. Um, I also wanted to say quickly, I'm feeling... Let me know if any of you guys have TMJ, because I am pretty sure I do. And right now, I'm feeling like my jaw just is going to, like, get caught throughout this episode. So if it does, fair warning. If you don't know what TMJ is, it's something about your jaw always clicking. I don't really know why I have it. Sierra doesn't understand it. I don't understand why I have it. But, like, my jaw, when I yawn, 90% of the time, it, like, pops. And it's very annoying and I'm just saying that I can, like, feel it getting tight right now. <laughs> so, okay, let's go ahead and get started with the list. So the first thing, this has 57, and... Do you want to say the article? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this article, I already said it's called 57 Major Relationship Red Flags to Watch Out For. It's from a website called redbookmag.com, and it was written in 2016 by Charlotte Anderson. So if you have all the information, if you want to go look it up yourself... But I don't think we're going to get through all 57. We're just going to probably scroll through and see what ones we want to talk about. So we'll start at the first one. It says, refusing to be Facebook official is a red flag. Do you want me to read, like, the little bit that they have about sure. it or no? Let them uh, plead their case. Um, so it says, when your partner doesn't want to introduce you to his family and friends, or if he doesn't want to be open about your relationship on social media, this could mean that he has something to hide, like a double life or other girlfriends. Okay. I feel like... I need to know, like, a time limit that we're talking about here. Like, do you think that as soon as you, like, officially are... I think it's weird to go Facebook official, like, day of. That's what I think, too. But, like, I think it sounds... I don't know. I just think it's weird. I, I also think you should, like, make it weird. an afterthought. Like, oh, yeah, we've been dating for, like, a few months. Maybe we should make it Facebook official. And also, just, like, for your own sanity, like, not every relationship lasts. Yeah. So, it'd be kind of weird if you, like went Facebook official the day of, and then, you know, a month or two later, you're like, never mind. That's what I think, too. I definitely feel like this doesn't give any, like, context to, like, how long you've been dating. If you've been dating for a while, and they're like, no, like, that's Yeah, I think it's pointless. pointless. Like, it doesn't matter. Because even if, like, if we had been dating for, like, a month-ish, like, that seems plenty earlier where you'd be like, oh, like, should we, like, be Facebook official? Maybe if they brought it up, I wouldn't care enough to, like, argue it, you know? I'd be like, Okay. I'm like, okay, I have a question. When you were, when you had a boyfriend, were you even Facebook friends? He didn't have a Facebook. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you were. Um, but like, yeah, back to what you we were saying. I think that it'd be weird. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if like, you know, the day of, they're like, I don't really want to like make this Facebook mm-hmm. official. But a month or two in, if you asked and they said no, I'd probably be kind of concerned. But I feel like it's, for me, more of an afterthought, and I wouldn't think of it until a few months later. Okay, so I'm going down a couple. Next one I saw that I think is interesting is refusing to talk about feelings. <sighs> I think it's not like a red flag. Some people just aren't good at talking about their feelings, but it is really annoying. 
So this says, if your partner is emotionally closed off and reluctant to talk about their past life and relationships, their family, friendships, future goals, (laughs) it's a sign that they're holding back important information about themselves. It could be that they are trying to keep something in their past hidden, blah, blah, blah. So... I feel like it's important to be able to open up with whoever you're dating or if you're in a relationship. Like, that might be difficult sometimes, especially if, like, you know, something you have to revisit or, like, the emotions. Like, it's not—it doesn't feel good to bring up, like, you know, past feelings where you, like, were upset or something really bothered you. Or if you had, um, like, I don't know, there's a lot of situations in in someone's life where, like, they probably don't want to just, like, revisit that. But I feel like it's— good and healthy to Mm -hmm. talk about this stuff and like revisit those things whether or not you want to so being able to do that in a relationship I feel like is important because if you can't talk about it with them like who can you talk about it to and like you have to talk about it to someone yeah that's how I feel I agree with that I guess like I can see it being a red flag in the sense of like this relationship might not pan out in the long term if they can't open up other feelings because if you can't have open dialogue and have open discussions with someone how do you expect a relationship to continue? And it doesn't have to be like right away, but if your relationship mm-hmm. is progress if your relationship is progressing and they aren't like becoming more open with it, then I feel like it'd be like, are we progressing or are we not? And then yeah, that would probably hold the relationship back a little bit. Alright, how about not introducing you to mom and dad? When? I'm <laughs> um like, yeah, this. if they never want to, like, have me meet their parents, I'd be like, okay, this is kind of concerning. <laughs> um, it just says if they're resistant to the idea of introducing you to close friends and family. Um, I think kind of the same anything. with, like, the Facebook one. Like, you want to kind of wait. Like, I'm not saying there's a certain amount of time you should or shouldn't wait, but I wouldn't push to meet his parents, like, that soon. Yeah. I feel like it's important, but also, like, if you, like, let's say we're in college right now. Like, I wouldn't, like... In the beginning of a relationship, I wouldn't make, like, such a huge effort to be, like, you have to meet my parents, like, so we're going to drive back to yeah. Des Moines, but, like, if they were but then, like, coming my into parents, town, yeah, if my like, parents were coming okay, in town, okay, probably, like, like, yeah, we should all hang out and, like, you guys should meet each other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if it lines up, then, like, if they say no, it should like, be, like, an avoidance, like, no, I can't. Yeah, I agree with that, but, like, you don't have to make the effort, I don't think, until later. Ooh, this, okay. This is probably something I feel like a lot of people agree with. Or, like, I see that this is, like, a major struggle that a lot of relationships have or people that are in relationships hating their parents. Like, having... I have to say it's probably... I think Unless like, the guy is, like, literally perfect. Like, I don't want to just, like, have a boyfriend. I want to, like... Have a family. Yeah, exactly. And so if his parents hate me or, like, I hate his parents... I just don't see that, like, working out. I agree. I feel like that'd be... Like, he would literally have to be, like, the perfect guy and, like, the most perfect guy in the world for me to overlook that. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if your goal is to have, like, a family and have kids and, like, like, grow up with my parents, yeah, like, you can't just neglect, like, if you hate their parents, you know, you wouldn't necessarily want your kids to, like, interact with them or, like, take time out of your day to, like, go spend your day with people you dislike, but, like, that's what you have to do as a parent to have your kids be involved in their grandparents' lives. And it's just, like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that early on, if you're, like, I think I, I really don't get along with you guys, then I would be, like, this isn't... Yeah, I think it'd be tricky early on because I feel like you'd be, like, well, we just started dating. Like, it doesn't really matter right now. And then you realize you've been dating for, like, two years and you still don't like his parents. So I feel like you can get kind of trapped in it. And, like, maybe you could at least get to a place where, you know, you're civil with each other. And maybe, like, if you can get some insight from your boyfriend about, like, why do your parents not like me? Or, like, 
why do you not like them and kind of dissect those issues to see if you can end up liking each other. But mm-hmm. that would be it a could big be worked deal. through, but also it's gonna take, you know, they have to be the bigger people to understand like, hey, like for the sake of your relationship, let's try to mend whatever is going on here. And parents might not, parents might be like, this is our son, like, we're going to act however we want to act. That's what I was going to say. We don't think you're the right person for our son, and, like, they're just going to, like, I think it's difficult to imagine parents, like, wouldn't hold their position on their child's relationship, even though they shouldn't, but I was just going to say, I think that some parents, like, literally, whoever their children are dating, like, they're never going to be good enough for their parents, and so it's going to be hard for their parents to like anyone that their kid's Mm -hmm. dating. And you can't really, like, overcome that. Yeah. Okay. This next one is never taking the blame for any for anything. Ooh, that'd be a deal breaker. That would be so annoying. It would be. Like, trying to, think, you know, solve a problem and they're just like, well, you did this. Or, like, you know, it's not my fault. Like, I just couldn't do that. I think it's just the mature thing to know. You know, even if, like, you get caught up in an argument, you're both unhappy. If you are able to, like, come to the conclusion that hey, I overreacted in this sense. Maybe it wasn't even, like, the whole thing was your fault, but you can be like, I did this poorly, and, and hope, that the they, hope that they can also be like, I also did this poorly, so I also apologize for that portion of it. And, like, that yeah. combined made for, like, a whole, like, a much larger argument than it needed to be. Then I think that's the key issue. It's not like, okay, take blame for everything because, no, if you didn't, if you genuinely didn't, or, like, I don't think I did this thing wrong. Like, I feel like I should have, brought this up or I should have reacted in this way, you know, then I feel like you have to stand your ground in that sense. But at the same time, you have to know your faults and you have to know, like, I didn't react Mm -hmm. in that situation as I wish I would have now. So I will acknowledge that and I will, um, like, I don't know what, what I'm looking for. I'll acknowledge that. Okay. Yeah. I think problems are rarely the fault of one person. Usually it's just a combination of, like, Half the time, I feel like, you know, arguments just ensue because people are miscommunicating with one another and not fully I emphasizing what they're trying to say. Tangent, but, like, in ninth grade, when I took a speech class, like, we talked so much about communication, which I can't even remember right now, but she mentioned the terms, like, communication breakdown a lot and pretty much was, like, saying how all arguments are from communication breakdown. And so, like, in my ninth grade self, I don't know why, but, like, I thought that class just really in my ninth grade mind was like the solution to the world's problems. I was like, if I don't miscommunicate, there will be no communication breakdown and like I will have no argument, which obviously isn't how the world is. Like people are going to miscommunicate. I just thought of that more so as like, I thought that class was like the answer to everyone's (laughs) problems. I was like, wow, this is interesting stuff. Everyone should learn about it. Yeah. And the other thing I think is that if they're not ever taking the blame, that means they're probably always blaming you. And that's just going to make you feel unnecessarily guilty all the time. So Probably not a fun relationship to be in, and that would be a red flag for me. I agree with that. All right, this red flag is partying every weekend. That's a red flag for me, personally. I think that it's also a red flag for me, too. I also feel like it depends on the context of, like, partying. Like, does that mean just going with their friends every weekend, or... I don't know. I feel like I'm this someone... This says specifically excessive drinking or drug use, especially if he's hiding it, may indicate... Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> which, he, which can be a deal breaker in any relationship. Okay, so to that extent, yes, I would say deal breaker. I also feel like people that do this, like it wouldn't be a deal breaker for people that do the same thing, that are also like going and partying every weekend. I also feel like 
people that do go out and party every weekend maybe just aren't in a relationship stage yet and like they will get there eventually but as far as like it happening while you're in a relationship I would be like I don't know I feel like like I would just be like on a more mature I don't even know if that's a maturity thing but I'd be like past that. I haven't even gone through that stage, but I'm already past <laughs> you that. Skipped it. I skipped it, and I would just be like, I don't think that we would like if you're doing that on the weekend. Then like, what am I doing on the weekend? Because I don't yeah. know if I'd want to do that. I just don't think that our weekends would line up. You know, <laughs> so. wouldn't, we wouldn't quite get to each other and like see each other. So, yeah, yeah. for me personally, just because I don't go out and party, like we wouldn't see each other on weekends. So, like that's an issue. <laughs> All right, so. Next one says, constantly seeking attention. I can see... Let me read the thing first. Um, So it says, when your partner needs constant attention, love, and praise, it can be exhausting and embarrassing. Also, it's often a mask against feelings of deep insecurity and self-loathing. I feel like there's a couple ways to go about this. I think it would be probably annoying if they're seeking attention all the time, constantly texting you, especially if they're, like, kind of you know, being sort of clingy in that sense. But I don't think it's a red flag for someone to be, like, needing reassurance. I think that's an issue that a lot of people face in a relationship. Kind of like, you know, you do still love me, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with that. Like, you should definitely... Hopefully it's natural, at least a little bit, to, like, have that reassurance just, like, spread out with, like, you know, you still really appreciating the person you're with or, like, just wanting to, like, kind of go out of your way to be like, you still, like, know that, right? Like, hopefully that would be, like... The natural instinct, even though I know the longer you're in a the longer you're in a relationship, it's kind of like you neglect to do those things. So then, you know, you still want to have like that sort of interaction. Monotonous. When I was reading this, it made me think of when we were at the last home football game. We were sitting next to this couple that was just really, really bothering me because the guy, in my opinion, like kind of he was doing this thing where he was like kind of being like just obnoxious and like class clownish kind of. If you get what I mean, like, where he, not necessarily even, like, just for his girlfriend, but, like, I feel like he was just trying to get the attention of, like, everyone around him, and I was just, like, I was sitting right, or I guess standing because we stand at the football games, but I was, like, standing right next to him, and it was just driving me insane, and so then I was, like, if my boyfriend was, like, class clownish, like, had to be, instead of just, like, focusing on, like, we're together in this, like, social gathering space, it had to be, like, let me get, like, the attention of everyone else around me, and then, like, I don't know. Does this even make sense? I don't think it's really related to It probably isn't. I'm just topic. saying. That sounds like he's trying to get attention from just anyone. It's just what I first thought of, but it kind of applies. Okay. Do I mean, I don't really disagree with what you said. Uh, like, you don't think it fits? I don't think it fits. But I would just say there's a happy medium, probably, with you know, attention-seeking versus what would be fine versus what's problematic. Ooh, I also wanted to ask, because you brought up, like, seeking attention can be kind of clingy. I remember I was watching a video once, just randomly, like, I came across it on YouTube. I don't even remember what it was. But it was, like, someone was saying that they... It was probably, honestly, just, like, a video about deal-breakers. And so someone was asking if being clingy was a deal-breaker. And I feel like for most people, that's a yes. But then some people also also openly admit that they kind of like it because then, like you said, it shows, like, that they want you and that they're, like, invested in you. You feel powerful. And that they just, like, care about you, I guess. Yeah. And so I want to get your guys' opinions on if you would be interested in, like, would you 
be okay with having someone be clingy or to like what extent are you okay with someone being I guess being to clingy. that like with what you just said to follow up with that I think it would be kind of nice just to know like they're thinking of me and they're like you know actively invested in the relationship but again I don't want to be like bombarded Every day, especially, like, you, I've been you don't so wanna, used to being single for so long. You don't want to be bombarded with, like, a lack of trust because yeah. then you're, like... I feel like there's a difference between being somewhat clingy and, like, kind of joking around of, like, hey, just, like, we're in a relationship, like, don't, like... Or, like, I feel like it's more so, like, clingy in the sense of, like, hey, watch out for this guy because, like, he's gonna be an issue. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I, like, watch if, out for what guy? <laughs> Like, I feel like, I don't know how to put this into words, but, like, they might be, like, I feel like this guy is going to come, like, bother you and, like, in impinge on our relationship, <laughs> and they might be, like, just ignore him. I don't know. Like, one that, of his friends? No, just, like, a guy that maybe they're, like, he doesn't have good intentions. Wait, like, you, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Move on to the next one. Okay, so let's do... Hold on, I had to go back to the link because I accidentally closed out of it. All right, never going out with friends. See, this is one of the ones where I'm like, I'm kind of like adding myself right now. I think it'd be nice, like, if he just has people that, like, even just a small group of friends. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care how many friends he has. Yeah, just because, like, having his people. Because even I have my people, whether it's, like, you, Haley, Maggie, like, I am not, like, a loner, you know? Like, yeah. it wouldn't only be, like, him. Like, I would have my other people, regardless of, like, you know, having, like, a friend group. Like, I've got my people, and so yeah. I feel like that still applies. I just want him to, you know, have his set group of people that he can hang out with, and I feel like, I feel like that's a natural thing. Like, if you have people that you're friends with, like, you hang out with them. But it would be kind of weird, I have to admit, if he didn't have any friends. Yeah, I would agree with that. Which sounds mean... But you want to know that... When you're not with them, they're not just, like, by themselves. Yeah. Or, or like just, that. like, you want to know that, like, they're capable of, like, being social and, like, forming good relationships. And you kind of have to wonder if they don't have any friends. Like, you just... You get what I mean? When it's, like, yeah. you don't want to be, like, the first person to, like, test those waters because you don't, like, have anyone to, like, vouch for them. Ya. I feel yeah. I think other people will feel yeah. You want your friends vouch to a certain extent, like, how good capable you are. are. Yeah. Or how capable you are of, like communicating, having relationships with people, like, of any sort that you already mentioned, kind of. So, kind of a red flag. It does kind of calm me out a little bit, but I feel like if you just have a group of people that still is, like, okay, that vouches for your ability to... Like, Haley would tell anyone that I'm a great person. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. You have to have someone that will hype you up Okay, whoever you're dating. How about having completely different hobbies? I will say, I kind of started reading the thing below this, and I need to, like, read the rest of it so it like expands upon just the hobbies part so it says you don't need to do everything together but if your partner and you do not share do not share some common interests life goals and belief systems the relationship will be harder to maintain so it kind of expands beyond just hobbies so Mm -hmm. i guess we can include all of those i mean i think to a certain extent you definitely have to have like the same basic values same morals Obviously, back to the hobby thing, I don't think you both have to, like, enjoy fishing on the weekend or whatever. That can be a him thing. Yeah. And he doesn't have to enjoy, you know, whatever I like doing. But I think, one, being able to appreciate your partner's interests, even if you're not interested in it, is really helpful and can kind of go a long ways in the relationship. So, for example, if I was dating someone who really liked race cars or whatever, I don't know. I just made that up. 
I could, like, get us tickets to, like, a race car show, and that wouldn't show, like, oh, like, oh I'm interested in I love race, race cars. cars. <sighs> it would just show, hey, I'm interested in you, and I know you like this thing. Yeah. So like, I'm going to go to it for gift. you. I agree. So I think you have to have, like, an interest for them, but you don't have to have an interest yourself. And also, I feel like, you know, and that's a good example. An that's maybe an example like of, like, doing something for the sake of, like, the relationship, I guess. But even to another extent, if, like, you would have to imagine, like, in a relationship, beyond just staying at home, you have to be able to, like, go do things together that's not, like, a pain for both of you to yeah, be doing. Yeah, you have to both, like, at least one thing. Like, sure, that might be fun for, like, oh, it's his birthday gift, and, like, that's not going to be a horrible experience, probably. Like, you just probably don't care that much about going to the race event, because I guess that's what we're talking about yeah. right now, <laughs> on your own. But it would be much more enjoyable if, like, instead of you not liking it, you both loved doing that, and you loved doing it together then that could be something that's, like, your thing. So I feel like it's good to have, like, oh, this can be, like, our thing. Like, we both yeah. love doing this. I think you need an even mix of, like, you don't need the same interests, but you have, like, if you could have at least one thing that you both like to do, then that's good. I think that I've seen a lot of people just, like, uh, you know, my boyfriend and I, we just like to watch the same Netflix show. And, like, it doesn't have to be, like, the craziest hobby ever. Like, half the time people don't even have hobbies anymore. I you know. know. Like, if people would ask me my hobbies, I'd be, like, yeah, I don't know. But just, like, being able to do something together that you both enjoy, I think, is important. And then, as far as, like, same belief systems, I do think, for me, it'd probably more so be, like, I believe that there's, like, a god, for example. So, like, someone else that I am dating, like, would probably also have to, like, believe in that. Otherwise, I would just be, like, this, like, doesn't mesh as well. But it's not, like, I wouldn't be, like, oh, you have to be Catholic for me to Yeah, date I agree you. with that. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know. What else did it mention? Belief systems hobbies what about political stuff um so i personally am independent probably a little more on the liberal side but i do also like to listen to the valid viewpoints of conservative points as well and so i feel like i because i know i'm not the most overly political person which i know some people are like that's your like you have to be because it's like your civic duty I'm just not, I don't want that to be, like, the main focus of my life. If your so personality I also, is your political party, no, thank get you. out of here. Like, I'm One just more. not interested in that on either end. If you're highly Republican or highly liberal, like, I, I just, just don't care that much. Yeah. And, like, if that's, like, your biggest personality trait, then I'd like, be happy not going to mesh Like, well. I'd be happy to have, like, those conversations every once in a while and do those, like, would the ideas and, like, the um, viewpoints have to be somewhat similar? I think yes a little bit because I feel like that does show like where you stand on just like like I don't know there's different political parties for a reason I feel like you know I would get along best with someone that like shares the same opinions as me does it have to be 100% the same no but would that be helpful probably I don't even like really care for like I said I just don't want someone who is an extreme on either end I think if you're pretty in the middle like whether you have some ideas that are like a little more liberal or a little more conservative I can kind of go either way like I'm always willing to have a conversation exactly so like I don't care as long as they're in the middle and like honestly if they just don't talk about politics that much because I just don't have the energy for that that's fine for me something where I'd be happy to have the conversation if it gets brought up because like you know I still have my opinions but like I don't like to just I don't like to force everyone to like have the same opinions as me I feel like that does nothing because everyone has their own opinions for very like determined and set reasons that like everyone comes to their own beliefs and opinions in a very like systematic and like set way of like they had all these experiences so like that's why they believe in this thing it's hard to like 
change that. I'm not saying you can't, but That's I just feel like... Thing. I have nothing to add. You can finish what you're saying, though. But I just feel like um, I will have those conversations if we have them. But again, let's not have that be like, if we have differing, like, differing viewpoints. See, I always makes fun of how I say that, so I don't think <laughs> sure I said that. it says that. differ. <laughs> Instead of differ, right? Yeah. That's how I say it? Okay. Basically, if they're not trying to force me to change my mind, but, like, they're sharing their explanations of why they think that way and I am able to openly share my kind of feelings about a certain topic, then I feel like that's good and constructive and then you're at least, like, opening up dialogue and I think that that's fine. So if you're going to disagree, hopefully you can at least just, like, agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only thing I had to add to that is just, like, if I am dating someone who has slightly different viewpoints, like, I need them to be okay with having slightly different viewpoints because, like, I'm not trying to have my opinion changed either unless they can really provide me with some valid evidence. Yeah. So, like you said, I think agreeing to disagree is sometimes all you need to do. All right. How about, I feel like this is like a duh, but okay. Lying about activities. I if mean, you're yeah, your partner, probably. feel like you have to keep where you've been, whether that's the bar, the plastic surgeon's office, <laughs> um, blah, blah, a secret, then you perhaps shouldn't be in a relationship. Lying is never the solution. Yeah, I mean, I would say... Unless you're doing, like, white lies to surprise me for a birthday party or a trip to Hawaii, then don't lie to me. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I have kind of a follow-up question to that. How do you feel about, like, phone rules versus, like, you know what I mean? Like, some people, like, have each other's passwords and then, like, other people... Okay, don't. so... Hmm. I feel like this kind of also depends on, like, how long you've been in the relationship and, like, it would be, okay, so what would my phone rules be? I definitely think, like, okay, I need to be thinking of, like, what would I be okay with, like, my boyfriend, like, doing and what would I, because then I feel like that translates to, like, what I would expect. Do you have an answer or are you just, like, asking me right now? My answer is, like, would I give them my password, like, specifically for them to be able to, like, look at my phone when I Okay. What? No. no. But I would... Okay, I think but that like, I would... would I, like... They would have my password because I just feel like I wouldn't my password. care that much. Like, I give you my passwords for a couple things. If people are, like, wanting to get in my phone quick, I'm okay with being like, oh, my password is this. Like, just type it in. Like, you can get in and, like... Like, you know, if, like, someone's, like, trying to... When does this matter? Like, I've had people had to, like, get into my phone for... So, like, open an app or something? Yeah, to open an app or something. And I'm just like, oh, like, this is my password. Like, here it is. And so I feel like, okay, they, they would... use that, though? Can you leave your phone somewhere? I mean, they could. I, first of all, probably wouldn't have anything to hide, so it doesn't matter. But, like, you don't want them to be able... Like, but I wouldn't also like them to just be I know. Like, looking through your phone. Um, I would probably only get on them about it, or, like, if I saw, like, some concerning behaviors, like, from myself, or, like, if I noticed, like, unnecessary, like, hiding a phone situation, I'd be kind of, like... Weird. Like, it's not like I'd be, like, looking at their phone, but if they're, like, purposely just, like, not showing me stuff, I'd be like, what's the deal? Like, I'm a little confused here. Then I would probably, if I had their password, I'd maybe, like, do some snooping, or, like, (laughs) I would just be up front and be like, what's the deal here? And, like, you mind showing me what's on your phone or not? Yeah. But is that what you would say, or...? I mean, that's probably what I would say. I just think it's kind of weird when people have, like, open phone policies and they're really you each like switch phones and it's like time for you to like, see what dirt you can get on each other's yeah, phones one hour each night uh because i feel like that implies almost that like we don't You're really trust each other like we're gonna you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i think if they have my password then like that's probably because like i needed them to open something or send something yeah. 
And, like, I guess they could use that, but it wouldn't, like, I wouldn't give them my password with the intention of being able to just, like, look through my phone. I would be more concerned with And I wouldn't attention. expect them to give me their password, I don't think. I would be more concerned with observing their behavior just, like, as I'm with them. Do they seem like they're being shady for, like, other reasons? And that's when I would start to be worried rather than just, like, I have to see if they're, like, Snapchatting this other person or, like, texting this other girl or, like, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like those would be easier things to look for anyways than just, like, praying you find something on their phone. Then again, there are some girls that, like, think their relationship is perfect and they still find out that guys do that, so. Yeah. Or maybe it's the other way around. We can't. It just could be the other way around. around, so yeah. Um, this next one is playing hard to get. I think it's annoying, honestly. I think like at this age, just like let's be mature about it. Like what? Yeah, I agree. Like, what do you get out of being like? I'm not interested, but like I am. But I'm kind of interested. Like I just don't have the energy for that. I'm like, okay, if you're not interested, then like, bye. This is huge for me. This next one, I feel like it's huge for everyone because everyone says this all the time. So that's why it's on the list. Treating service people rudely. Yeah, this is a huge That's a, such a good way to, like, look at someone's character. It is such a good way to be, like, you're a good person or you're a horrible person. Yeah, and, like, you don't have to be, like, insanely, like, nice and stuff to the service people. But it's, like, if you're even, like, a little rude, I'm just, like, I don't get that. Like, the service people do, honestly, usually. Like, I'm not saying that, like, people couldn't be horrible service people. But, like, even that, like, just don't tip them well. Like, you don't have to be upfront rude to them because you're not happy with the service. Or it drives me crazy when people will complain about how long the food's taking to the waiters or waitresses as if they have any control yeah. like, in the kitchen. <sighs> I just, when I'm in, like, if I'm in a situation where, like, I'm observing that, it makes me uncomfortable. And so imagine, like, being on a date with someone. That'd and be the worst date ever. They're, like, giving such a bad impression because they're treating like, the wait staff poorly, but then, like, there's some people where, like, they feel like they're, you would be on their side because you're, like, ugh, I apologize for, like, the staff just, like, not getting our food. This is, like, the person you're on a date with talking. <laughs> oh, thanks. Like, oh, like, it sucks that our food's, like, taking forever. I just wish, like, the, the waitress would, like, tell us what's going on or, like, what's the kitchen staff doing? I feel like it's just, like, you're openly just, like, complaining and, like, being negative when it's, like, or let's just, like, always- talk about, you know, we're on a date, let's talk about each other or, like, our interests so if your, like, main focus is, like, talking about the issues at the restaurant, I'd be like, this isn't going well. Yeah, I mean, there's always a polite way to address, like, waitstaff about, you know, if you're dissatisfied mm-hmm. with your service. You know, you can ask, hey, like, we've been waiting, you know, for X amount of time. Do you like, know how long, yeah. how much longer it's going to be? Like, I'm fine with, you know, politely addressing people, but if you're rude, like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Um, so this one, downplaying your accomplishments. Is it talking about your or, like, their? Why don't you read the little description? When your partner is undermining of your accomplishments or efforts, it shows how deeply insecure they are. Yeah. This kind of person sees everything as a competition and needs you to do less well than them to feel good about themselves. I agree that it's a red flag. Like, if I'm, I'm trying doing to think of, like, an actual, like, example I feel like in, this. like, the large context would be breadwinning stuff. Yeah, like if the female, a lot of times guys get uncomfortable and females make more. If that's a guy's, like, if that's a deal breaker for a guy, like, that's a deal breaker for me. Like, for him. Like, here's the thing. I don't want to say this to sound like I want, like, traditional values, but, like, I hope my partner makes more than I do. But that's for the sole purpose of, like, just having a larger income. You know, I'm not trying to, like, be, like, the breadwinner because I'm the female. Like, I truly want them to, like, 
make as much money as they can, and I'm going to try and make as much money as I can, and then we're both going to be doing that. And, yeah. You know, hopefully thriving. But if it's, like, purposely, like, a guy is, like, I would not date a girl that, like, makes more money than First me. First of all, why? Yeah. I mean, it's because it makes them feel insecure. So, this I... This is the 20th century. Wow. This is the 21st century. <laughs> I think that just put us in the 1900s. I feel like most guys are like they don't care about that, but I also I do think most guys don't care about that anymore. It'd be interesting to have like a 100 percent like honest poll of like that's like what we expect. Like guys wouldn't care, but I wonder if it's like slightly skewed on like maybe they do care more than they let on. But I do think that times are changing, and that. But let's talk about other accomplishments. Like what else do you think it could be? Um. I don't know. That was the, I asked you that. Um, I mean, I just, I can't think of any examples right now, but if I had an accomplishment that I was sharing, or like, let's say like getting into grad school, like, gosh, I'd hope they'd be happy for me. Or you like know? you're going around like telling everyone, like, let's just say like they're with you because you're, they're dating you. And so you're like telling people that you meet of like, Hey, I gone to grad school or like, you know, you're excited for yourself. Like that's a huge accomplishment for you. If they were to like start making remarks of like, we get it. Like you got into grad school. Yeah. I'd be like... It's so mean when people Ooh. are downplaying, like, things that other people are excited about. Not even just accomplishments in that sense, but just, like, if someone's clearly talking about something that they're excited about, and then you're like, that's dumb to be excited about. Like, stop talking about it. That's such a mean thing to do. hmm Or it would be, like, this wouldn't be, like, you know, this... I would be fine if they just, like, stood there and, like, while I said I got into grad school. But, like, imagine having someone that, like, you get there and he's like, guess what? She that'd got into grad it. school. I'd yeah. be like, my heart. <laughs> Oh my. Yeah, that'd, so that'd be, be a green flag. <laughs> green flag. Oh, we should do an episode about episode about green flags. Is that even a term people use? I've never heard it before. If you want to see that, things that like are the opposite of red flags, and like you would like I pursue guess it'd be a relationship, but we would call it green flags. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if we call it on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. But how we we already kind of did that then a little bit, but I think that like if we found another article like this or just like came up with stuff ourselves, that it'd be. Like, I'm Good. talking about stuff that's, like, you actively are just, like, oh, my God, that's, like, the nicest thing ever. Like, it's just, not something you, it's not just, like, the basic, oh, like, well, duh, that'd be, like, nice for a guy to do. the above and beyond stuff that we want okay. to talk about. All right, so next one is having to be right all the time. I feel like that kind of goes with, like, the blaming one that's a little bit. That's what I was going to say. So, I mean, I definitely, like, not that, trying like, to date a know-it-all. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and keep looking at some of the other ones. Sharing your problems with everyone else. Let me read this. A healthy relationship is between a two people and bringing more people in it. Oh, like relationship problems is never a good idea. Okay, that's what it makes it sound like. If you have a concern with your partner, deal directly with them and resist the urge to involve family or friends. I have kind of mixed I will say, I think from the outside looking in, if you are sharing your concerns, like just as someone who's like heard various like complaints from like various people's relationships, it makes your relationship look like maybe a little rocky and not so great. And also like a lot of times from like um, a bystander's perspective, it's like it seems pretty obvious how you should go about dealing with the situation. So why are you over here complaining about it when you can go talk to your significant other? But at the same time, like people want to vent. People like, just want to get things say. off their chest. Even if they know how to resolve the problem, I feel like it's something to talk about. I'm not yeah. saying it's a good thing. but I feel like I can just picture myself like, when I'm in a relationship, if I feel like there's a problem, like, yeah, I'm probably going to try and work it out with whoever I'm dating, but, like, I would be shocked if I didn't talk to, like, you or Haley about it also. I agree. And I think that's the other thing is you have to choose who you talk to like, wisely. Be careful. I know that you and Haley, like, would not go behind my back and be like, oh, like, 
you know, go to my significant other and be like, Sierra's saying all this stuff. Like, you have to be careful in that sense. Like, maybe don't talk to mutual friends because... Ooh, that'd be then, probably you know, a bad idea. They'd probably go and tell your significant other. But I think it's natural to, like, share what's going on in the relationship. But, like, don't try and make a habit out of it and don't try and rely on others for solving the problems. Like, I think it's, like, mostly just a venting thing. Maybe some advice, you know, someone who's been through a situation similar to that. Alright, checking up on you constantly via texting, calls, or social media. That's annoying. Why would they check on me for social media? Like, how would that work? I'm just reading it. I don't know. They DM you. (laughs) Where are you? (laughs) Where are you? You know what's cool? This, okay, I don't remember the name of the app, but this just, like, randomly made me think of it because I don't know how I found this. But there's an app on the App Store that, like, I was going to say we should get when we, like, go to football games, maybe, because it, it's, if you don't have a good service, like, you don't need any service for this app, it uses Bluetooth to, like, send texts to people that are, like, within a certain distance to you. Oh. So that, that seems genius. Like, if we, I just, like, saw that and, like, randomly thought of it again, and I never told you or Haley about it, and I was just like, oh, what was it called? I don't know. I had, like, a peach icon. And it was a rather small app, so I don't know how well it works. But there was, like, enough reviews where it, like, seems like it works. Hmm. Anyways, I was, like... Kind of unrelated, but... Unrelated, but... Maybe we'll look into Maybe that. if you guys want to look at it up and find it for me, then let me know what it is so I can figure it out. Okay. Let's see. Getting angry when you go out with friends. Yeah. Red flag. <laughs> I think the only exception exception to this would be if you're bailing on things you already had planned. Yeah, that's true. That would be that would make you the bad guy. I I hate bail. It's upsetting because then like you make plans with someone and then they're like oh, I can't and or, then you see them go and do something else and you're like oh yeah really funny. I thought that <laughs> thought you were busy or even like even if something's not that big of a deal like it's still something to look forward to. So if you bail, especially like super last minute, then it's like. Oh, oh, I like, wasn't, like, I wasn't looking, at, like, it's not, like, enough for me to say, hey, that really sucks because I was, like, looking forward to it because like, they would In my be, head, I'm like, wow, thanks. It's not like I was looking forward to that, like, all week or anything. Even though, like, to them, I'd be like, you were looking forward to it all week. But it's, like, sometimes it's the little things, okay? Yeah. Um, so. That hurts. Really hurts, honestly. I think don't get angry if someone's going out with their friends just because they want a little, like, girlfriend yeah, time. Honestly, I think it depends on how but, you're splitting your time. Like, if you're spending all your time with your friends. And they're probably like, okay, you know, when are you going to hang out with me? Yeah. So um, it's like a nice, you have to have a nice balance of stuff. Okay. Um, I'm reading you guys. Hold on. Give me a second. Hold on. <laughs> Punching walls or slamming doors. Yeah. Red flag for me. Oh, sorry. I hit the microphone. Um, Our uncle hit or punched a wall once at his like old house. I like remember how long ago is that? Like he had this house it was, like, this was forever ago, but I remember, like, always going over to his house and just, like, there had a, a hole in the wall, wall for a while. I don't even remember why he hit it. He wasn't, it was, like, not related to, like, dating at all. I don't remember why he hit the wall, but, like, that seems like it hurt so bad. I just think it shows lack of anger management mm-hmm. and lack of control, and also it's probably costly. Yeah. So. Just, we need better And, like, could you skills. imagine, like, being in the room when that happened? I'd be like, I gotta go. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I think I'm worried for my safety here. Like, I'm going to head out. <laughs> I, I'm going to head out. <laughs> I, I'm going to head out. You guys don't know how many times I've been saying this. Like, That's my today, favorite meme right yesterday, now. Yesterday, I've been saying it all week. I don't know if you guys know <laughs> what meme we're talking about, but it's the SpongeBob one where he's just, like, pointing to the door. 
it makes me laugh so much. He's like standing up from his chair. He's like, I know. I don't head out. I don't even like know what episode that's from. But does he actually say that? I don't know. I swear someone just put that picture with. I can't imagine text. SpongeBob saying, I, "I'm head out," but it works perfectly with the picture. And I need to stop saying it, but also like, it'll pass once the meme's done. It'll. Pass. I have a funny thing that I said to Megan. I was like, "This could be like a meme for myself." So our school just started working with this app called Plyo. And so it's basically, like, anytime you're in one of the, like, gyms on campus, it'll check you in, and then you get points for however long you're there. And so Megan and I have started trying to work out for 45 minutes, so it's, like, it'll time you and tell you how long you've been there. And so I'm, like, literally as soon as I hit, like, the 45-minute mark, like, I'm out of there, regardless of, like, what I've done to work out. And so I was, like, telling Megan that I could use the I, I'm head out once I, like, hit 45 points. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much me. Okay. Here's another one I found. Being overly controlling with money, which probably has more so to do with, like, a relationship that you're, like, I don't know, living together or, like, your expenses would be, like, kind of intertwined because otherwise, like, if we're not living together, I'd be, like, then, like you have don't worry about it. no say over what I'm doing with my money, like, at all. Um, like, sure, you'd have the opinion of, like, hey, I don't know if that's, like, necessarily smart spending and you could still technically, I guess, ditch, ditch the relationship for that reason if you wanted to. But at the same time, like, you can't tell me what to do with my money. I won't tell yeah. you what to do with your money kind of thing. Um, and you could look into the, like, you could kind of figure out how you see that going in the future if you want. But definitely, like, I don't know. That's kind of where I stand with that. I think that even, like, when I'm in a very serious relationship where, like, we would be, let's say, like, when I'm with, like, when I have a family, I still feel like I see the best case scenario for money it being, like, and I'm this gonna also, have guys comes from the mindset of people who have divorced parents, and so like we know that money is a big issue in relationships. Yeah, and so this is me kind of like preemptively trying to avoid stuff related to that because I want to make sure that my significant other is like um, supporting themselves and that I'm able to support myself and that. But obviously, knowing that like if you have a family, like you have to have like you know joint payment. I don't know finances. So my kind of like ideal scenario, I think from like what. I've thought of is like let me have my own account let them they can have their own account my, that's my money I get to do with my money what I want they get to do with their money what they want we should both be responsible spenders hopefully you just said respondable responsible responsible <laughs> I think I realized that as soon as I said it I was like what we should both be responsible spenders hopefully I you know that's kind of just like a character attribute you have to look for or a trait and then we have a shared account that we both equally agree we either put in the same amount of money in each month or whatever, each paycheck, or the same percentage of our income. I don't know what would be better, so I don't know the answer to that yet. <laughs> but, like, then we'd have, like, okay, this is where, like, house payments come from. This is where kids' activity stuff comes from. This is where groceries come from. Like, all the, like, family components. Whereas, like, then if I wanted to go buy myself, like, a nice outfit from Lululemon... I go do that with my own money, and then they can't be like, why are you spending our money on Lululemon when you don't need it? I'd be like, that's my money, so I get to spend it how I want. Yeah. That's kind of how I am planning on doing it. That's how I plan on doing it, too. I feel like we've kind of talked about we've had that, that plan for a while. since, like, I was 10 And, like, years granted, old. you know, again, we, like, things might change, obviously, based off of, like, what makes the most sense. But for now, I think that seemed like the best idea. This one is at me. Okay. Never having been in a serious relationship before. That makes me If your partner does not have a history of ever being in a committed relationship and they're older than college age, then... And that's oh, my like, God. Me. And they're older than college age, then you've 
you're probably with someone who is afraid and can't commit. Well, here's my thing, is that I've never been given the option. Like, I'm just saying, like, I've seen that as a red flag before, and I'm just like, so I'm just, like, not I'm supposed just to date anyone? This is, like, like, this is the thing where it's, like, I mean? you get it, you have to go, and you're applying for jobs, but they're like, we need you to have at least two plus years <laughs> of experience, and you're like, I can't do that if I don't have a job that's willing to let me have oh two plus God. years of experience. <laughs> that's the perfect analogy right? for that. But, like, I've seen that as red flags for people, and I'm just like, okay, not everyone who hasn't been in a relationship, it, like, it's not always because they're afraid of commitment or whatever, like... For me personally, I've just never met someone who I've, like, seen myself possibly being in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that deep, you know? Yeah. But it's not that deep. <laughs> but, like, also, don't, like, not date me just because I've never been in a relationship before. I think just focus more so on the person. So I, I disagree like, with that. I feel like I personally can pick up on someone's character pretty well, so, and I don't feel like I'm that hard to figure out either, so if they were, like, you seem like a totally fine person, regardless of like never having been in a relationship before. I feel like I think it, it's there's an just easy thing to move. Past. An assumption that if you haven't been in a relationship, something's wrong with you, and like that's not true. Also, the older I'm get, the more I'm realizing how common it is, at least more so than you think, for people to have not been in plus serious relationships. Low key, what's more of a red flag? Someone who's never been in a relationship or, or someone who's been in like five. Just saying, maybe they're the ones with relationship issues. If you've been in multiple, multiple Plus, relationships, we're not saying anything bad about you. A little positive for me, I've been single my entire life. I'm an independent person. Like, I'm not going to rely on you. We're yeah. just going to, like, coexist. That's a good Like, there's positive. so many people who need to be in a relationship because like, they that need that validation. Factor. And, like, I'm just here chilling. Mm-hmm. If it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, you know? Yeah, I feel like it allows you to focus more on, like, the individual and like I said earlier, I'm so used to being by myself. Like, I think it's going to take effort for me to, like, really commit, which that's an issue that's, in itself. I know, that's what I was going to say. I was like, that's a red flag. But, you know, there's there's pluses and there's goods and bads. I don't know how to say that. Okay. Obsessing over other couples on Instagram. In um, the age of social media, it's tempting to compare your relationship with those you see online. Remember, the people only put their best face forward. It's not realistic nor reasonable to compare your entire relationship with glimpses of what others are willing to show. I mean, I think that'd be an issue for me just because, like, I don't like relationships online. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't idolize. If anything, I, like, look down upon people that publicize their relationships just because I'm like, okay, we get We like, get Life's it. not perfect. Like, I won't name anyone just because I don't want to, you know, bring anyone down. But, like, it'd be weird to me if they did idolize relationships yeah. online because so i'm like you do realize that. i feel like this would probably be something more common for girls to do than guys yeah. to do so it'd be like me being a girl i wouldn't do that i don't think a guy would do that either so i'm like i don't even really see where this is coming from yeah okay so it, this is another dumb one to me but cheating on past partners yep red flag some people can be like you know someone made a bad mistake oh, in the changed. past at least for cheating i say once a cheater always a cheater or just like you did it once like you're, you could easily do it again. Yeah. I don't That's think there's anything say. saying, like, oh, this relationship is different. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. You committed to that person, and then you didn't follow through, and then why would it be any different for this same exact scenario? Oh, my God, this is going to trigger us here. <laughs> okay. Bring it. Never saying thank you. That's not a red flag for me. You have to hear us out on this. So, this is saying it is a red flag. That's not a red flag for me. At least, here's what me and Sierra, this has, like, been a surprising, like, 
The amount of times I've been told I don't say thank you enough, which sounds horrible, but there are certain things, in my opinion, that, that go without just, saying. Yeah. Like, the way you say, I don't know, maybe some people are really just like, Like, hey, can you, you pass the plate? Like, that's like a little Disney Channel reference. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Like, if I say, hey, Megan, can you get me a cup out of the cupboard? I'll say, like, yeah, sure. And then I probably won't say thank you after that. Like, I don't know. Maybe some people really are just like, it's not that big of a deal to say, like, thank you. But, like, it feels and robotic I- in a sense after a while. Yeah. Like, it's to a certain extent, like, I'm asking for a date. And here's the thing. I'll always say thank you to a stranger. Yeah, I agree. Like, I get that. But if you know them, and, like, obviously, like, say thank you for the big stuff. Mm -hmm. Things that are out of the ordinary. But, like... If I'm asking for a plate, like that covered, becomes like a it's nuisance. Not, let's not that big of a deal. Let's not, not revolve deep. our lives around making sure we say thank you for every little thing. If you're tired of saying thank you, tell someone else you're tired of saying thank you, and then you can both agree to not say thank you as much. That's what me and Sierra do. Well, we never even had that conversation. I think I like, or even just like people like in our family. Like I just don't say thank you if it's like normal. I just stuff. feel like it's because I'm like kind and how I'm conversing with them. Anyways, I'm not like expecting something. Like, I feel that's, like, like they know that I'm like grateful that they you know took the time out of their day to get me a cup from the cupboard (laughs) just kidding it's not that deep like that's all i have to say okay i think this next one's a good one giving too many gifts as a red flag yeah i feel like i'd kind of be like why are you getting me so much i feel like if it if it becomes something that's like compensating for something else like you feel like you have to like buy off their love i'd be like it either indicates that, like, you make the person feel like that's the only reason you're in the relationship or, like, they're so insecure that, like, they are going out of their way to make sure you see the value, at least, like, monetarily that they can provide. And that's a turnoff for me. I don't know if it's a red flag. Well, it kind of is a red... I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, specific context of, like, if I was just being, like, bombarded with, like, gifts but nothing else was I feel like wrong. I'd be kind of uncomfortable if I wasn't reciprocating and I'd be like, I don't really want to, like, buy you a ton of stuff but, like, I feel bad if you're buying me a ton of stuff. So Like, I feel like, I feel like it would make me be like, I have to start getting you stuff now. I'd be like, I don't really but, want like, to But, like, nice surprises. Like, at what point does it become, like, oh, a constant, like, not constant, but, like, like nice oh, surprises. He's so nice and he surprises me with stuff all the time versus, like, here's this, here's this, like, I'm just giving you all of this stuff. I think if it's small stuff infrequently that's like totally fine but if it might like, even be one of those green flags we talked about earlier mm-hmm. but if it's like oh this week i'm getting stuff. you a louis, louis vuitton purse and then like a month later like he's getting me like a pair of like you know three pairs of lululemon leggings i'd be like wow this is like it's not my birthday or anything <laughs> buy me lululemon leggings yeah that's like the one thing i think of okay let's see we've got maybe we'll do one more so let me try and find a decent one. Oh, wait, this is the last one, actually, so we'll do this one. We I didn't go through the entire list, no. by the way. Megan's been kind of skipping around. Okay, so depending on you to make them happy. You have to be independently happy before you can be happy with someone else. I agree. I feel like we already kind of touched on that earlier. It's definitely going to be, and everyone says this, so I feel like everyone knows this by now, but like you have to be okay independently and by yourself first before you can go and you have to like like yourself first before you can go and like get someone else to like you so I feel like you're not going to find happiness in someone other someone else's validation like that's a very internal thing and then once you reach that happy point like you like we talked about earlier if you rely on them like you're going to constantly need that reassurance and stuff to be happy and then that's going to like cause the other person to get annoyed and be like stop I already told you that yeah we're good like we're doing just fine so if like 
your need for validation is going to come off as like annoying to them and then that's going to put stress on the relationship that you need so much validation from it just leads to like a very constant not good not healthy cycle yeah you know i thought it's funny and like this i've seen this so many places so i couldn't even tell you what like the post is but i think it's just like a common concept uh you talked about how you have to like yourself obviously before someone else likes you and it's just kind of funny how like you can simultaneously think like ah, oh, like, I have so many things that I dislike about myself, but then also on the Love flip yourself. side be like, why would someone not want to date me? Like, I'm the yeah. best person ever, you know? So I agree with that. Uh, we need to all focus on the second yeah. aspect a little more because we're all great. We're all we're, great, unique, individual people that, like, everyone would be lucky to date. That's the takeaway <laughs> from this podcast episode. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Make sure you check out our podcast merch. It is linked on our Instagram and also, I think, somewhere... In the podcast it should details. be in the description, I believe. So, check that out. We have really cute designs. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram at according to. You also can, follow us on our personal yeah. Instagrams. Those are listed as well. And I think that's pretty much it for today. We will we'll see. You. We will talk to you guys <laughs> yeah. next week. Bye. Bye.